Time to get started. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. One of the last living witnesses to the fatal drive-by shooting of rapper Tupac Shakur in Las Vegas was charged with murder Friday in the 1996 killing. Can you believe it? Wow. Can you believe it? I cannot. uh, Clark County uh, District Attorney talks about the arrest of the murder here uh and it's it's crazy because like all of these people you know some of them have been wor- working on this for a long time mm-hmm. and some of them are just starting to work on this now but this guy i believe has uh been kind of looking into this uh for a long time listen to him it has often been said justice delayed is justice denied it's a quote we hear often and for many many years when talking about our legal system but not in this case Today, justice will be served in the murder of Tupac Shakur. Davis will appear in court in the next few days or so for a hearing to determine his custody status and to set a jury trial date. This grand jury has been receiving evidence for months and has determined there is sufficient evidence to justify the filing of this criminal indictment. A Nevada grand jury indicted uh, Dwayne Davis, Keith Keefe D, is that right, Keefe D? I think so. Um, I'm so not street smart. <laughs> On one count of murder, which is uh, with a deadly weapon after hearing evidence in the case for several months. Davis has long been known to investigators and has uh, admitted in interviews and in his 2019 memoir, Compton Street Legend, that he was in the Cadillac from which gunfire erupted during the September 1996 drive-by. So he said he was there. He said he was there. Wow. The as uh, Dora the Explorer would say. Yeah. Davis was reportedly uh, the on-ground site commander, on-site commander who ordered the uh, shooting (sighs) of Shakur, um, who was killed at 25 years old. Here's the officer in charge talking about uh, Keefe D's, Keefe D's arrest. Last five years, my section worked closely hand-in-hand with the Clark County District Attorney's Office and followed a systematic investigative plan over the last five years. We've conducted countless interviews and corroborated numerous facts that were not only consistent with the crime scene on the night of the incident, but also corroborated and were consistent with the sequence of events that night. This ultimately led to us procuring a search warrant which was executed at Mr. Davis's residence in Henderson, Nevada. And following the execution of that search warrant in close coordination with the district attorney's office, this case was presented to the grand jury, which ultimately led to Davis being indicted on so, charges of murder. So he was arrested while on a walk near his home. Wow. Okay. Um, which is, a, you know, a bummer if you're on a walk and you get around. <laughs> I'm yeah. just enjoying, you know, my walk. And enjoying the I'm trees. Going to trail. The- I'm tra- Prison? Trail? To, pr- to trail. Going to trail. <laughs> trial. <laughs> prison. Trial. Prison. My all brain of it. doesn't know. Las uh, Vegas police raided his home. Um, documents uh, they were looking for. They got um, like concerning the murder. They found computers, cell phone, hard drive, a Vibe magazine that featured Shakur, uh, several 40 caliber bullets, and two tubs containing photographs. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS.
Pete Davidson crashed the side of his car after leaving his stand-up comedy show at the Wiltern in Los Angeles Saturday night. Now, the SNL alum hosted an after-party, and when he left around 10 p.m., an eyewitness saw him swipe his car against the side of a wall while exiting the venue. Yikes. You don't do that sober, you know? I mean, you do do that sober sometimes, but... Usually you don't. Usually you, know? you don't. Photos show Davidson in the driver's seat in a black GMC SUV with another man in his passenger seat and three others in the back seat. Several uh, scrape marks covered one side of the vehicle from the middle door to the beginning of the back wheel. So that's pretty scraped. It's unclear who the other four passengers were. Not that it matters, but none of them included uh, rumored... Um, Fling, what? Oh, oh, his uh, rumored fling, Madeline Klein. She oh, was okay. not there. Okay. Uh, despite her coming to the show in Las Vegas. So maybe, I don't know. I, I don't want to speculate, but he's definitely, you know, that's not a good thing. I wonder how he's doing after the breakup with Kim Kardashian. Because that know. was pretty high profile. That was very high profile. And uh, I just wish, you know, like we say about Britney Spears, we wish the best for these people Absolutely. all the time. Nothing but the best. Definitely. And uh, I hope uh, whatever it was wasn't too bad. Yeah, well, this next story, I don't quite... I mean, I do know how I feel. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. The tragedy of Ocean Gate's Titan submersible, which imploded in June during a dive to the Titanic wreckage, killing all five of its passengers, is being made into a movie. Stop it, Sarah Smurfs. You're lying. No, I'm telling the truth. I can't believe that. What has it been? Six months, five months, it's four not, months. It's not been that long at all. Producer E. Brian Dobbins, thanks, E. Brian Dobbins, will make a fictional film covering the five day search for the missing sub, which ended when officials determined the watercraft had imploded while diving to the Titanic wreckage, claiming the lives of the five passengers. I, I don't understand. He said yeah. the film will not only honor all those involved in the submersible tragedy and their families, it will exploit them too. It absolutely will. <laughs> But the feature will serve as a vessel that also addresses a more oh, macro concern about the nature of media today. You are the media today, and you are the nature of it. This is terrible. He goes on, truth is all that matters, and the world has a right to know the truth always, not the salacious bait crammed down our throats by those seeking their five minutes of fame. You? Life is not black and white. It's complicated. There's nuance. Always nuance. Okay, E whatever. E Brian Dobbins. I don't like people who, uh, what is it? Their first name is just a syllable or uh, just a letter. E Brian Dobbins. Yeah, I don't like that. (laughs) Okay. I'm kidding. I just think that's gross. You know, we have to wait a little bit longer. I knew it was going to happen, but maybe a year, you know. Sure. Couple years. Couple years. I don't know. Down the road. I remember um, the the 9 11 movies coming out. I mean, I think five years. It was five, maybe three years. Five. Really? Yeah. That soon after? But it was not months later, I will tell you that. No, it definitely wasn't. Freddy Krueger tops the list of the most iconic horror film antagonists in history. I can see that. He is creepy. Uh, Well, when you can't go to bed and sleeping's like one of my favorite things to do. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. I don't believe I have. Really? No. Are you being honest with me? I'm being honest then with you. Then why are you turning red and sweating and starting to shake? <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Don't tell everybody that. I've never either. I've never done this either. I did try when I was a kid. I was like, I wonder if I could make fake money. Oh, and man. I printed, I like scanned money on our like family scanner. No. And then uh, I printed it out and it was like, it wasn't the real size and it was computer paper. And I was like, nobody's ever going to believe this. <laughs> How do they do that? <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Catch Me If You Can? Yes, I have. Great movie about counterfeit money. Yes. Um, Leonardo DiCaprio knocks it out of the park. And you know that's a true story, right? It is, yeah. Yeah. The guy, uh, Abagnale, Frank Abagnale, he was uh, now works contracting for the FBI, I think, to help fraud. Yeah, I was going to say, didn't he like kind of come full circle on it? Yeah, it's wild. It's a great story. Well, this guy, I don't think it's going to be full circle for this guy. It might be like half circle half and then a prison. <laughs> uh, Florida man tried to use a fake $100 bill to buy his McDonald's. Now, this just happened to me the other day. Really? The car in front of me at the Mac and Don's uh, gave, gave these people uh, um, who were working their bill then stood there and I was watching and they weren't doing anything. I was like, how big is this guy's order? They're like taking forever. And um, they just left. They just left because it was taking too long. So I pulled up and the guy came back with the thing and he was like, oh yeah, they gave us a counterfeit bill. Counterfeit bill. Oh. And so they were like calling uh, 911, I think. Oh, wow. But they got hip to it and left. Yeah. Uh, this guy, James Brian Oaksmith, ordered a meal and tried to use a fake $100 bill. Now, that's the that's probably your number one mistake. Nobody's paying for a McDonald's order with $100 bills. With a bills. $100 bill. <laughs> I don't think so. Do. I mean, I'm sure it's been done before plenty of times, but not on, on the regular. Realizing the money was not real, workers gave him uh, back the money and took back the meal. Okay, probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble. Um, but earlier, deputies had... Uh, already helped escort him uh, off the premises of a nearby La Quinta Inn. So this guy, it wasn't his first uh, run-in. Uh-huh. He uh, had left his stuff in the hotel uh, foyer, uh, the entryway, and walked over to the McDonald's after they kind of like got him out of there, I guess, or whatever. Um, now, inside of his things, the deputies found uh, all of the stuff <laughs> that you need to make. Oh, money. no. Acetone, laundry detergent, press boards, laptop, printer, all of this stuff. You know, it's funny. When I read this, I was like, okay, he had, they found that he had laundry detergent. I'm like, why is that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool. However you, I don't know, maybe it like texturizes, but I don't know what it does to the paper. I have no idea. Uh, deputies also found fake bills in his pockets and uh, under his table at the restaurant. <laughs> Just oh. under the table. This guy had it coming. Yeah. Um, of course, he was arrested. But yeah, this this is wild. You can get in huge trouble for this. And I was surprised. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do it. Yeah. Um, and I had never seen anybody try to do it uh, recently other than this, uh, you know, go at McDonald's. But uh, they were, you know, upset. Because then it's like they make the food. And then it's like, well, this food's going to nobody. And then it's just yeah, a waste. Which that's is true. Uh, Finally. <laughs> It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Generally, I like it. Nobody can escape the grips of mental health, even especially when it seems like people have their stuff together. You know, they don't, at least always. Yeah. Everybody has their stuff. And for me coming up, that was a big thing to realize. You know, I kind of looked at some people and I was like, they're perfect. Like, they have everything. They've made it. 
there's nothing wrong. Why am I broken with the way that I feel? You know what right. I mean? And, and if you can kind of turn how you think about that, um, just understanding that everybody goes through stuff. Um, some more than others, you know what I mean? There are definitely different degrees of mental health and different causes and reasons and all of that stuff, but you're not alone. So um, that being the case, um, you know, Sarah and I have these email, these things called emails. <laughs> uh, mine's Rocky, R-O-C-K-I at WNNS.com. Mine is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H at WNNS.com. And you can email us like anytime, any place. If you feel alone, know that you're not. You're not alone and you have somebody to reach out to. Um, you know, we did the Safe Talk class, uh, which was amazing in the that summer. Was great. And we're going to do that again. But um, one thing that, uh, you know, talking about uh, mental health, you know, it's talking about it is is going to do more than you think. Um, and if talking about it is a struggle for you, uh, just try little bits and pieces, you know, here and there. Talk Because when you talk about it, it kind of frees you of it in a way, shape, or form. I love talking about it. Um, and I get that not everybody does, but I really do. I just did this podcast. It's going to be released tomorrow, actually, called The Noblest Motive. And um, this episode, the second one, is all about mental health. And I really kind of open up about my, you know, my journey mm-hmm. from, you know, getting anxiety and panic attacks and you know, 2010 all the way till now and how I've dealt with it and ups and downs and all of that stuff. And I hope you listen to it. And if you like it, share it because, you know, the more that we can kind of, you know, prompt people to, to know that it's okay to talk about it and to know that it's okay to talk about it is paramount, I think. Absolutely. Um, you know, one thing uh, here at the radio, we have great partners um, who we work with, great partners at Memorial Behavioral Health. Cassie Delaney over there has been amazing to us. She's uh, a big proponent of uh, us being able to do that safe talk class. Yes. Uh, and then also the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. Um, yes. Angela Cummings over there is incredible. She's the executive director of the Illinois chapter. Um, and they're always doing things um, just to kind of up, you know, up the, getting it on the main stage. You know what I mean? Giving it stage time to be talked about because who wants to talk about suicide? Uh, nobody, <laughs> but right. we have to, we have to, as right. uncomfortable as it is, we absolutely have to. And they have something coming up that I think, uh, everybody should, you know, uh, be at. Yeah. The American foundation for suicide prevention is having their out of the darkness, Springfield, Illinois walk coming up October 14th at UIS. So walk with them to prevent suicide. You can register today and get more information at WNNS.com. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah. Rocky and Sarah. On 98.7 WNNS. Where are we moving? Is the house haunted? Nancy and I are retiring and sailing around the world on my boat. We are living the dream. What about us? I'm sorry, Robert. We thought that... You should take responsibility for your own lives. No! Oh, why? 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 Oh, uh, yeah. You know, so I lived with my folks uh, in my 20s for about a year. And then I lived with my sister for about a year and a half. To, in between a year and a half, two years. 
Um, so I get it. And you know what? I felt horrible. I did. I felt like a piece of crap. I was like, oh, what am I doing with my life? I can totally relate. I did the same thing. I graduated college and was like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to move back home. <laughs> Here we go. Well, we definitely, I mean, so we're millennials. I think that... Um, we kind of started this, you know yeah. what I mean? And people were like, millennials are such losers, you know? know? They're moving back home with their folks. You think we wanted to? Yeah, well, things were expensive. Not everybody did, you know? The lucky, who, however many, didn't have to, but, right. you know, I had to. Well, you know, living with mom and papa, you know, well past childhood has kind of become socially acceptable. And I don't want to say we're trendsetters or anything, but uh, that's thanks to us. Look at us go. The vast majority of Americans surveyed believe moving back in with your parents as an adult is an understandable decision. Right. With everything going on right now. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, there's a ton going on. Everybody's needing money from you. And the money that they're needing from you is like astoundingly more than they needed from you yesterday. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, I don't, I'm confused. And who do I talk to but this microphone? Right. You know exactly. what I mean? In a survey by Harris Poll, almost 90% of the 4,106 adults surveyed felt that due to so much student debt, thank God, I still had to live with my parents and I they paid for my college. Did they really? Yeah. And oh, I, I, I know how blessed and how lucky I am for that to be the case because I have friends, my wife is still paying her college for sure. uh, right now, which is insane. She's 38, you guys. Why would she still be doing this? It takes a while. Yeah. It takes time. I mean, a lot of my thousands of hundreds, Yeah, I know. You know. I know. A lot of money. It's not cheap. I'm getting a little bit of a panic attack right now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Just thinking about, I mean, she's made such a big dent, but it's still like. Still there. There. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's a good thing because almost half of uh, young Americans are currently, um, you know, living at home. And being that there is little judgment on it is good, I think. Sure. About 23 million, 45% currently cohabitating with relatives. See, that's interesting. I never thought about, well, I did live with my sister for a while. I did the parents and the sister. Right. Yeah. So relatives. Yeah. Of those surveyed, three quarters agreed that the youth of today are trapped in a broken economic situation. That deserves a significant share of responsibility for preventing getting a place of one's own. It's the morning routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNS. Sarah Smurz, what's, what's your hot pick for the hot for pick? People? The hot pick this week is <laughs> stretching. Oh my God. Oh God, that's such a disappointment. Disappointment as she's stretching. Stretching is a hot pick. Stretching is a hot pick. Why? Tell me everything about stretching that makes it a hot pick. I need to know all of the details. <laughs> because it's good for you. Because as you get older, it becomes harder to stretch. Mm -hmm. And you could throw out your back if you're working out and you sure. haven't stretched yet. Yeah. And you could pull a hammy or something. Okay. So you got to stretch. Okay. Did you stretch? Oh, hold on. <laughs> Did you stretch before your walks? I did not. So then why are you the hot picking them if you're not practicing your hot picks? Because I need to practice yes. my hot picks. 
<laughs> because hot I fix Gretchen. I need to hot pick it. I need to. I need to do it. Is why I'm hot picking it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That's hilarious. Don't do as I say. Do as I do. Oh, or God. do as do I say. No, no. Not as I do. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever say that to Bennett? Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that's hilarious. He did that that's to me hilarious. yesterday. He's just like, how come you guys tell me to eat healthy all the time and you just had ice cream? I'm like, I do as I say, not as I do. It does not work. Here's an iPad. Just that fixes everything. Yes, iPads <laughs> fix everything. Uh, parenting 101. My sister Beth really believes that too. I, she really, really, yeah. Just throw an iPad at him. Okay, cool. That's great. Not physically like throw. <laughs> Not like launch one at him. <laughs> just get, put just an iPad in front of their face. That's right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, okay, that's a, that's a passable, barely hot pick. It's I'd a hot pick. Today. Yeah, it's yeah. a hot pick, sure. Yeah, it's a hot pick. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. That's right. It exists. <laughs> right. I don't know, you guys. That's a, that's a good one. You know, stretching. You can't say it's bad. So yeah, there it's you great. Go. It's great for you. Well, this weekend, uh, my wife and I did something that we rarely, rarely do. So, you know, if we go and do a sweet treat, as we call them, you know, Mm -hmm. um, like uh, ice cream or something, usually we go out and get it. And our place to go do that is either Dairy Queen, because... Why go anywhere else but the queen of dairy? Absolutely. It's the queen. It's the queen. And then also, um, we go to Baskin Robbins just because they have all of those flavors over there. 31, I believe. 31 flavors. Can you believe it? Isn't that crazy? So, um, we go and we're like, you know what? Let's let's do our own thing. Let's make our own Sundays. Oh. So, my hot pick today is homemade Sundays. And let me tell you why. Because... I I thought, you know, we'd get some of the Hershey's, you know, chocolate syrup and get some of the Hershey's with some whipped cream. The accoutrement, the stuff that you can put on Sundays these days that they sell at these stores. Uh Uh-huh. It's next level. Like, (laughs) I thought that, like, we went to an old-timey, like, Sunday shop. This song goes out to our employee of the week. We'll work hard to make you happy. The best things in life are free. The Morning Routine with Rocky and Sarah on 98.7 WNNX.